Hello, you're listening to the Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, answer some quick questions from our community members, and then say goodbye. So how has the last two weeks been, Chris? Uh, a little bit better. God, catching up on some shows, spending way too much freaking money on, on Nintendo, and generally just a an odd couple weeks. <laughs> Man, I think it's the most positive response we've gotten from you in a discussional in a long time. <laughs> Things are going up. No, I just had uh, uh, somebody sent us a bit of money, so I just went ahead and blasted it on something that I've been putting off for a very, very freaking long time. I mean, how long have I been whining about money? <laughs> always. Always, Chris. Always. That's right. Give me a few months and I might start doing the same thing. <laughs> I have I have I now officially own the entire all of the ateliers that are available on Steam I or on uh, Switch I have all of them. I was about to say, why would you buy it on Steam? Why would you not buy it on your precious Nintendo Switch? So, what, are you excited about the Pro? I am everybody's talking about the Switch I, Pro I, again, but I I have not actually found out anything outside. Uh, all I see is rumors upon rumors and. The, oh, it's, yeah. it's just about completely confirmed by at this point, but I still I want to see the stupid thing. I want to know that it's actually a thing, and then I can start planning for it, it because I will buy it. I I but as it stands right now, I want to know that it's a thing. Good luck getting it. If it's anything like the launch of the Xbox and the PlayStation, there's going to be a shortage of chips and no availability and scalpers going crazy. I I, mean, I pretty much am uh, I set that I'm gonna try to just get get the pre order in as soon as I can. the The only thing that I think is going to probably be an issue um, is that it uh, I I'm probably going to buy it directly from Nintendo. Um, I do know that they have stuff on their site that is physical um, stuff, so it's 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 very likely if I if they offer it, I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, the problem with the waiting for the pre-order is exactly what I wanted to do with the PlayStation. And guess what happened? Everybody threw it up before they said they were going to throw it up. So <laughs> I was uh, I heard somebody talking about the PlayStation launch at some point, And they're like, yeah, I just made sure that I was there for the pre-orders. And I'm like, that was a thing. Nobody knew it was supposed to be up. And it was launched early without anybody knowing. It's not like you can prepare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've given up at this point. I'm I'm just hoping they'll have more PlayStations before that Final Fantasy DLC comes out. Really yeah, badly. Yeah, the, the thought had the thought crossed my mind to to get a um a, an old PS4, but I and it's only only mostly because of the whole um, Blu-ray. I I need I need a Blu-ray player of some sort. I've got. I've got a switcher, so I have um, five ports now. That that covers my my Roku is on the on the TV, and then my other spot has the switcher, and that has the switch, the um, my computer. And yeah, thankfully you don't play any Twitch shooters or anything like that, so you don't have to worry about using a switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's been doing what I want it to, which is basically I I want to be able to watch my shows and then switch over to either my computer or or oh the 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 Direct TV is going through that thing as well, and. and uh, because that is one thing that's annoying is uh, 
having to switch between the three. I'm never watching doing any of them at the same time. The closest you could probably say is I might have the I might want to mess with the switch at the same time as something else, but that's pretty rare. And it's usually um, the switch and and my uh, my Roku because most most everything is done through my Roku anyway. So I'm I'm pretty much happy there because it's not really that big of a deal. Um, that's always been having... my thing about buying new TVs. Now is like I have to have four plugs like like that's like <laughs> when i'm looking at specs it's like does it have four plugs okay doesn't have four plugs next tv yeah yeah that 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 was the the main thing is i was trying to figure out how i would do because i i was looking at a, a switch with four plugs i went with the switch with five plugs because i do know that at some point i'm going to get a blu-ray player i need a blu-ray player um because i i can't i can't watch anything that's uh, that we have as far as the stuff like I've all the Arias and my Sailor Moon crystals. I can't watch any of that. My sound euphonium you can't watch your yeah your sound euphoniums. Yeah, I can't watch anything when you get them. <laughs> I did finally well, a- fill up. I did finally fill up my Switch uh, game card. So I I was considering going ahead and buying that along with the uh, Blu-ray player. That that's kind of a thing that I'm 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 debating on because. For the first time, I'm actually looking at that, and I'm like, I don't know if I want another card to 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 flip back and forth. It, one of the mini uh, cards because uh, I bought you one and I bought me one. I filled that up with the with the with all the ateliers and all that stuff. I was sitting there juggling things back and forth between system memory and and outside memory, and I was like, I literally had to delete. Get this, Breath of the Wild had to come off of my system. That irritated me. <laughs> when was the last time you played that game? Uh, a while ago. But it, it, <laughs> it was more along the lines of I actually had to buy that uh, buy that uh, uh, version as well because I because you had the physical and I I bought the the DLC on it, so I had to buy that one. Um, I went ahead and grabbed the anybody who does not know the uh, Super Mario 3D World is or it's not the 3d world the the 3d pack with um sunshine um and the other two uh 64 and and something else that is going off of their store at the end of this month anybody who does not know if you wanted to buy it you have to buy it now um so i went ahead and bought that like i said all the auxiliers oh final fantasy they had a sale which should be done I think yesterday it was over, so you missed out on it. But I went ahead and bought all those on the most of them were fifty percent or lower. That would be Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, um, Final Fantasy XII, X, Ten Two. So yeah, I grabbed all of those. I almost bought uh, Crystal Chronicles and Saga. The, the basically the Final Fantasy Legends from the Game Boy. I almost bought that, but I went ahead and stopped because credit card limits and stuff like that. <laughs> Which is probably so. How many best. of those games are you actually going to play? <laughs> uh, I started Rurona. I was going to say I was actually blown away. I know that we had you had mentioned it before, but I was looking at it because I went ahead and clipped through the the intro se- segments of each one of them. Um, 
And there is like night and day difference between the uh, RLN series and the Dusk Sea series as far as their intros. It's like night and day. I not not downplaying what they did with the Arlen series because it was cute and fun, um, but just the the quality is like ten times better. It's it's amazing, and I'm actually kind of disappointed in the the newer series that they're doing um, when comparing them to the dusk uh, dusk ser- dusk C series. Um, I, I really want to look at Ryza again. But the uh, the uh, Suwali and um, Lydia it was actually kind of lower when compared to the Dusk Sea stuff. I don't know if you remember what uh, what what I'm talking about, where the just really uh, the really high high end uh, like the visual production the presentation. Yeah, the presentation. Well, that's like I always say the the Atelier Shelley that was like. Easily my be- my favorite intro they've ever done. Yeah, that thing I was just, like, every time I watch it, it's like I get goosebumps. Yeah, Aisha was was really amazing, and um, the other one, the 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 third one in that series was really amazing too. And then, but it, you put those next to um, to Arland, and they they're just basically baby anime, and this is like full on music videos. <laughs> like night and day oh, yeah yeah i think some of the some of them like you didn't even have a really good animation to it so yeah i still like the art style of all of them though oh yeah i think some of them have a lot more of a artistic style to it versus other ones but they're all they're all good i i, I still want to play sophie i didn't get very far into that one which one was that that was the one I think I think the other girl was like a homunculus or something like that. I forget. Tell your Sophie. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I've I, I grabbed that one. I didn't see that one on the list. I think that was the one with the pictures that they went into. Oh that's I could be uh, wrong. Chalet that might be and, fair. Um, was that Shally? Yeah. I don't know. They all <laughs> they all mesh at this point. It's been so long since so I've played a lot of them. It's like it's so funny because it's at some point I used to review them on a regular basis, so it was it was more easier for me to kind of push through the entireties of all of them. But at some point when I stopped reviewing them, I just started kind of dabbling in them for a good like five to ten hours, and then I would stop playing them. It, 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 they're just kind of one of those games where it doesn't really feel like I need to see the ending. I don't know. It's weird. It's got, they're like slice of life. They're like slice of life video games. <laughs> just, just enjoy their day now and don't even worry about the future. <laughs> yeah the 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 artist the the one with the paintings was uh, Lydia and and Suele. That's Chalet, right. Chalet was was the one where they both had the same names. Um, but I don't yeah. know that either of them were homunculus unless you got farther into it as than I did. Um, and then Eshki no, it's and Sophie. Lot- I'm saying yeah, Sophie is the a, one I believe is she's a homunculus. Yeah, I don't have a Sophie one. So either they haven't mm. released that one yet, or you got one from a different different uh, set than I did. I think that was another one that was a review code. No, it's on Switch. 
Sophie? It's not on Switch yet. It's April 22nd. Sophie will be on Switch. Okay. Yeah. I seem to remember one is coming out. It was announced recently. Is that going to be another... another... I don't think she's a manga. No, that's got to be... I swear I think she's a book. I think she's the book. That's got to be coming... uh, That's got to be part of the Ryza series. I I did grab Ryza 2, so it'll be interesting to see where that one goes as well. Ugh, I've spent way too much money on Atelier by itself. Just be buying that them and all their download or DLC was just insane. Yeah. One day, however, she comes across a mysterious book that moves and talks on its own free will. Sophie's goal. Yeah, I think that yeah, she's supposed to be a book. Very uh she has very different uh character design than usual. Uh Plakta, that was her name. Very, very risky outfit compared to most characters in the Atelier series. Of course, she being a book and all that kind of stuff, they usually kind of give them a more risky look, even though they don't even understand what they look like. (laughs) Yeah. I've just been playing Ultima Online still. I made a thief the other day and started dungeon thieving, which I've never done before, and that was a lot of fun. And then I started raising up my Sampire, and I'm almost to the point where my Sampire can start destroying stuff. That's the that's the new thing now, is Sampires in that game. Samurai, vampires, thingies. Why does yeah, it feel like the, I've, I've played in. this before? Probably because you watched me play it. Is this yeah, on... The crazy... The crazy is uh, that, was that already golf. released? Was it already released on PS4? Yeah, I think that's where I played it on. I maybe think I, I, I think I got a code for the PS4. Maybe I snuck in and started playing it at some point. That's funny. I I, I seem to remember this this one for sure. Need like a. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's done it out there already, but I need like a guide of what is unique about each one of them because they always they always each one have like its own unique thing. Of course, most of them kind of just introduce something new that something that the next one will take, but. They always have kind of some fascinating thing about them, like the older ones with the time limits and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I haven't played Genshin Impact in forever. Like, I, like I, I, I got my Mega Man character and then I just stopped playing. I don't know. I just don't with with Ultima Online and stuff. I just don't really have time to fire it up and play it. Uh, it's, uh, that's... I guess the, the grind is the grind. I'm finally done with the grind of the repeat repetition grind they have in that game. Yeah, I've got to. I got to get in. I got to get back into it too. I dumped god awful amount of money on getting that. Uh, on getting uh, what's her face, and I haven't touched it really since. I clicked it on a couple of times, and uh, and leveled her up, but it wasn't grind level. I just used a bunch of books on her and moved on. But I I haven't. I need to get in there and get the get the new content. I've got to go. Uh, to what is that? Dragon's land or Dragon's whatever. Spine. Yeah, I've got to get over there and do that stuff. I've got to, um, got to get used to it because it definitely feels like the the tweak really hit me hard. Uh, because everything is just murdering me. I I have a group that I built up specifically because I liked the way they play, and I'm getting absolutely murdered with them. So yeah, that's what sucks. Is like. 
the best the best uh newbie's guide to actually being able to do stuff really easily like yeah you can you can necessarily you can technically as long as you do elemental reactions with whatever characters you're playing you can you can do all the content but it's like when you get to people saying okay this is the way to win the game with you know freebie characters or whatever it's bennett i don't want bennett in my group <laughs> It's like, look at this amazing damage. I'm like, oh, here, where's the switch to Bennett? There's Bennett. Yeah, I don't want Bennett in my group. <laughs> he looks like a doofus. Well, he looks much, like a reject out of Pokemon. Pretty much the way the way for me to play and get anywhere is Klee and um and uh, Saber Girl. What's her name? Jean. Jean. That, that's pretty much the only way that I can do anything is Klee and Jean. Uh, nobody else I had in to my... Give up. I finally gave up on Klee. Like, she just dies. Like, she... Yeah. Like, you're talking about the difficulty. It's like, I'm at the... I don't know. I'm like, what, eight or something like that world level. It's like, it's getting so stupid. It's like whatever you get to when you're... I think 55. I think I'm... Well, 50... Or, uh, Adventure 55. But at some point, it's like, you. I can't even have her out in the field. She just dies. Now, granted, thankfully, I got Zhang Li, and Zhang Li got an insane buff, and so now, like, as long as I keep my shield up, I can survive most hits on any character. But well, like, yeah, it, the, the problem is there's there's so much stuff that one shots you or two shots you, and they attack so frequently. It's like you can't keep dodging. At some point, you cannot dodge anymore, and then you're just dead. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me. Is 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 throw out a whole bunch of bombs and then hope to survive uh, with with Jean or with Jean. That that that's that's pretty much. And these are normal mobs out on the field. I'm not joking when I say these things are murdering me. I all of my characters are pretty much at level seventy. These things are all at level seventy six. So. Yes, I am talking about the normal mobs out on the field are killing me. And this is your daily uh, uh, commission quest. That, 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 that's, how, that's how much I, I really need to get in there and start fussing with stuff. because, um, and, this, and like I said before, this is the team that I keep as a backup because I know those are the ones that if I want to do anything with, I have to use them. This is not my team that I like playing with. My ti- the team that I like playing with, forget it. And that that is all of my archers in a in a team. I've got the the water guy. What's uh, uh, child guy? Uh, I've got the the new girl that I just bought, which she's not even ready. Um, she's at level fifty, so I I keep switching her out with. Um, it's like I'm tempted to say that if you build up Ganyu, it's gonna be like cake. But it's like you still have to get away from stuff. You still have to get range to shoot, you know, in first person, but or third person technically. But yeah, it's like and it, she's, it, she's she makes things so cake. It's like you don't even have to get near the mobs. Just shoot them from a distance. Charge shot, they're dead. Like the two towers commission is like from like gobs awful distance away. Just charge shot the two towers and you're done. <laughs> it makes it so easy. <laughs> it's like I don't yeah, even have to get it, near it. So I'm like I'm I'm pretty close. I can see the two towers. Shoot, shoot, done. <laughs> yeah, she's. I've got her, um, and I keep. I I keep having to switch her back and forth with, um, um, tag gummit. I I haven't played this in so long. I'm I ha- having such a hard time remembering names. 
the fire uh, archer girl. I, I switch Amber. out with her, and and sometimes uh, cat girl. I switch her out there too, and then I've got the other two archers that I have. Um, Dad, damn it! I'm almost half tempted to just open the stupid game so I stop. <laughs> Because I feel like an idiot going, this girl, this girl, and this girl. (laughs) Archer girl, Lancer girl. Well, now you can't say Lancer girl anymore. You can't say Fire Lancer anymore because there's two Fire Lancers now. I will will admit, I write, um, I will admit I was half tempted to go and get Venti. I really am thinking about getting Venti because he is um, a really, um, I do like his ability to the... Uh, bring everything together. Yeah, he's pretty mad OP. <laughs> like it, his little flying trick thing is not really as unique anymore because they gave everybody it. But he still he still is like incredible with being able to pull everything together. And that couple with jeans making a nice little swirl pull, or just just swirl it and then and then throw a bunch of bombs inside of it. Which they still haven't fixed that issue of it not picking up bombs. Which does not make any sense. Unless they fixed it recently with the patch and I just missed it. Yeah, 1.4 is supposed to be out and I I need to make sure I'm not missing anything. It looks like it's I downloading sh- it for me right now, so. Uh, yay. Yeah, because it went through. I know the patch went through several days ago, but they were like delaying when the actual content came. Something like that. I don't know. One of these days I'll get back into it. <laughs> yeah. That's um, that's what's been going on. I, I I posted my review for Amabuda. Uh, thankfully, uh, as in stark contrast to Sony Music Japan and their willingness to strike my channel, <laughs> Nose of Entertainment was perfectly willing for me to actually use footage. So I have my first anime review video up on our YouTube channel with actual visual content on it. So. I was super excited about it. It it was a nice learning experience because <laughs> splicing together a whole bunch of footage, uh, ripping the Blu-rays so I could do that was a lot of fun. But I think it turned out all right, and uh, hopefully people check out the video. It's it is difficult because I technically and, it, and it's the same case with a lot of the uh, reviews that we do for older titles when we get review copies is they don't really get as much traction as a you know current time show that everybody's you know paid attention to but i do want people to if you can even if you don't normally do youtube please go check out the video that way you can get some traction because that will kind of help us in the future get other you know create other licensors to go hey can you do our show here you can use footage and everything like that so it's kind of important to us so if you can if you have time please go check out that review um it would be much appreciated but um yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming around the corner. Of course, we have our reviews starting to pop. I got the Mushoku Tensei Travels of Incarnation. That's the first one that I had on my list that ended up completing. Um, I will be probably putting together a schedule on my calendar so that I can make sure that I can plan out each of the shows. But yes, there'll be a lot of uh, review content coming onto the YouTube channel. And then eventually when we get a good bunch of them together... We'll do a review on the podcast itself, so don't worry about that. And uh, then, of course, we have next season coming. <laughs> and then we'll be doing first first episode impressions and stuff like that. So a lot of fun stuff coming around the corner, and I hope people will join us for all that stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm desperately trying to decide between um, kind of a catch up and kind of um, which which shows to keep going on. Um, I definitely I'm I I really really want to finish catching up on Log Horizon, but that one's going to be one of the biggest ones to. Um, because there's, I still have the entire se- the entire third season and half of the um, last core of the second season. So I've gotten a lot of a lot farther. Or I well, I haven't really gotten any farther than what it, where I was before. I I did get about. I figured out where I was on the uh, on the second season last time. So I. Is it just me, or is it not people? People don't even talk about that show. Like I almost forgot that it was even this season because nobody's really talking about it. I don't doubt it. I I I would assume that um, it just fell off a lot of people's radars at some point, and I think it's the it, gap. it is a shame because there is some really cool stuff in there when you when you get into digging into it. Even even going past where we were, we got kind of uh, we kind of dropped off of it. Um, getting a little bit farther in, they've, they've introduced a couple of ideas that it's like, what would it, what would that mean if, if you were to do that in in particular, um, they revealed a character that is quote unquote, a Chinese bot. And it's like, wow, I hadn't really ever thought of that because if you, if you are, um, if you are a person that it gets cut off, why can't a Chinese bot get cut off and become a part of that world? And so it's like, I wonder how they're going to deal with that in the in the future. That is a fascinating idea. So it, it does do a lot of very interesting, very unique concepts, and and I and I still applaud it for doing that. It's just time sucks when it comes to a show that long right now. Yeah, thankfully, I like with Jujutsu Kaisen, I just kind of set aside an entire day and got pretty much caught up with that one. I still got like about four or five episodes to go, but well, even even with me, I I was I was dedicating big old large chunks of time to it just to to re rehash all the old old stuff, and I I'm now at technically forty episodes in, so I did do a decent amount of catching up just have to finish up the last part of it. Yeah, that's similar to Higurashi. Of course, I've just discovered they're going on for another season, so it's like it almost gives you that kind of sigh of relief, like, oh, I guess I could just put this off now, because <laughs> it's not going to be completed anytime soon, so but then I'm like, eh, I don't know. Of course, that one I really badly just wanted to go back and watch the original one before I watched it, and then that's going into far greater deals than Log Horizon catching up because that's you know all the previous seasons then this entire two core plus additional core it's a lot of yeah you're to you're, go through you are literally dedicating um what 25 hours to that show roughly yeah so yeah. it's it, it is rough it and that's why, like i said with with logger it's like i almost wonder if it's just because of there's such a huge it could either be the fact that the people that you know, maybe the fandom for Lock Horizon are just wholesome and they don't want to spoil things for people. But at the same time, it could be the aspect of, 
Well, if it is that time gap between the two seasons, which is technically the gap that we typically see in the turnaround for anime fans, is that, you know, three-year point where people kind of drift away from the fandom and then they come back later, possibly. Ooh, that is true. Is it that much of a time gap? Wow. Oh, yeah, it was a huge time gap. I want to say at least uh, five years, at least. Maybe yeah, even, it seems like maybe even seven years. It seems like it came out when we first started the podcast. So we had the first season in 2013 to 14. Second season was 14 to 15. So it's been easily six years. Wow. So, yeah, yeah I forgot that the first and second were pretty close to each other. Yeah, that's even far greater than the usual turnaround time for an anime fan. <laughs> but yeah, anything else? Oh, I bumped into somebody who uh, who actually in real life. Yeah, this is this is exciting, guys. I bumped into somebody who knew about the Taka Spirit. I was like, wow, cool. <laughs> we just I randomly went, talking went. about it, and they jumped on it. No, I, uh, they, they were wearing actually, strangely enough, a uh, 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 Hanako-kun, uh, shirt and I, I went, Ooh, Hanako-kun. And she was like, Oh, I didn't know anybody. Or I, it's, it's rare to find somebody who's, who's old that knows that show. I'm like, I'm not that old. Come <laughs> <on>. old. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Ow. <laughs> But yeah, I, 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 I asked them if they knew uh, Otaku Spirit, and she said, yeah. So that was cool. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't really experienced that aspect. I, I have a lot of people that I've run into that are anime fans. It's just, it's hard to, it, it's not really hard to find an anime fan. It's hard to find an anime fan that listens to podcasts. <laughs> and I think that's why yeah, we that, have, like, that, we, I think we, I think majority we have more older listeners just because you know nothing nothing against people listening to this i think most people that listen to podcasts are probably older at this point i think we're the i think podcast listeners are kind of the the adults they're going to you know work and they're listening to it in the car that kind of stuff whereas most you know younger audience they're they're looking for video content and they're looking for that kind of stuff so and that, yeah, that's, that's was kind of the issue that i ran to when i was doing the youtube channel i was like i do i do I aim the YouTube channel for that younger audience? Do I be more goofy and cringy on the YouTube just to get the YouTube audience? Because it's not the same audience as what you get with, with podcasting. Podcasters, when we get feedback on our podcast, it's because people are looking for a non-cringe, somebody that they can listen to in the car and not have to worry about their kids hearing it. That kind of audience. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's been... Most of the time, I, I agree. I, I do find a lot of anime watchers, and most anime watchers don't really know um, our podcast. Now, it is funny because um, I was talking to some. I was talking to one of the gals at work about how I I even knew to ask, which I've asked occasionally, but not as it. It depends on how hardcore the person is, and Hanako Kun shirt is pretty obscure so it was like yeah you would be the ta- my target audience somebody who is really deep in it it's not like a somebody who will walk through with uh naruto i may may not talk to him about anime because it's 
it, they're they're not really into it like somebody who would wear Hanukkah Kun. That's somebody who really likes anime. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's the do you like Toonami or do you like anime? Yeah, it it's it, it unfortunately and and it's nothing against because there's plenty of people out there that watch tons of anime and they watch Naruto. But yeah, there's a, a there's very different <laughs> audience of people that watch just Naruto. There's a much huger audience that just watches Dragon Ball. That's like our other brother. He's watched pretty much the entire Dragon Ball series gobs of times. Like he's probably watched more Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Super and all that more than we have. Me and Chris combined probably. But he has not watched pretty much anything else. <laughs> He's lost you should, uh, have a little you tried? bit of sword art, but that's about it. I do know that you had him try uh, Demon Slayer. Have you had him try Naruto and uh, all the other ones? Uh, Bleach in no, particular. No, because I don't I want to sit through Naruto again. <laughs> Bleach, <laughs> Naruto Naruto's like one that I don't really want to sit through again, honestly. I could see him liking Bleach. Bleach has that kind of um, more... I figured he would love My Hero Academia. I just think at the time when I tried to get him to watch it, he wasn't really into watching something. But I think he'd love Hero Academia. Yeah, it, it, well, Bleach, I, I, I was saying Bleach mostly because that's more more mature, and I could see him enjoying that more than Naruto. Naruto Naruto's a it's, hit and miss. It, it really yeah. is, because it, it, it has too much gambate uh, type yeah. feel, where, where Bleach is more... Yeah, it has that gambate, but it it's and I say gambate as in uh get up off of the floor and go, you can do it, which I can see Dragon Ball Z does have that to a point, it but it's not it's not kind of more kiddish that Naruto has a more kiddish vibe. Yeah, later on in the latter episodes it gets more yeah, mature, Shippuden, but yeah, Shippuden definitely matures a lot. Um, Those characters but, get older. Yeah, and, but at the at the beginning, it does have this kind of uh, go get go get them vibe that that is more kiddish. And you know, it's funny because I, I think with that, have that. <laughs> yeah, I think with like uh, yeah, Bleach is kind of feels like it was aimed towards more of a teenage older teenager audience. But yeah, with with Naruto, it's like it it always has kind of a feeling of you know some maturity around it, especially because. Naruto himself, growing up, he's surrounded by adults, and those adults do seem to be more the the thing that balances it out. But it's like, but with Naruto on the screen, it's always poo poo and stuff like that. You know, it's poop jokes and toilet humor. Yeah. It's like, what the heck, dude? Get off the screen. But no, I, I it, it's sad because I think it's more of a fact that I don't think he really has you know the attention span to want to mess with a new series, and I think that the only reason that he rewatches. Dragon Ball because it's nostalgia. He loves rewatching it and, you know, re-experiencing those stories that we loved when we were kids. And I just don't think that he's really interested in watching a new series, which is unfortunate because like I said, I I do want to get him into things like I would love to get him into Demon Slayer. I think that's the one I was trying to do the most. I figured he would love it, but and then I thought that My Hero Academia is like an easy. I figured most people like most people like superhero stuff. And having an anime version of it was kind of a given, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get his attention span on something. <laughs> I just need to sit him down and say, "Sit down, shut up. <laughs> you're gonna watch this. You get past two episodes, and you're gonna like it." 
Well, it's even it's even like um, we were talking about with um, the other uh, the other day when we were talking about um, Hajime no Ippo popping up on that. If you, I it, it it's one of those. I wish I wish I could explicitly describe why I love that and why it works the way it does. And it, it's it's it has that that gambate, but it has the more adult type feel and at the same time it's a sports show so it's got that the it's it's hitting all those notches and it's and it's at the same time it 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 has this feeling of um just appreciating guys and 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 guy humor type stuff It, it 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 has all of those in in one package and so it's like could i could i why do i suggest it because of that it it has all everything that you love about shonen it's got that everything it, that you like about um sports show it's got that it, it, and it's like it it it's it's that's why it's such a perfect show and i you wish i wish two you, things i'm not a big fan of right now <laughs> i know i i and that, that's I why that's why i, I, I never that's why i've never really fan the and the sports stuff it's just not really and not that i don't that, like it it's just i'm not into it right now it's and that's that's kind of the reason why I haven't haven't pushed you to to watch it because I do know that it's a big show to to I mean that one uh, we were talking about Log Horizon being long that's what Hajime no Ipa is nearly two hundred episodes long isn't it what and sure as heck I'm going to watch it anytime soon <laughs> oh no I and, and that's 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 what I'm saying I mean I I know at least it's a hundred episodes. 130. No, that's volumes. Sorry. 76. Then a film. Then an OVA. Then 26. Then 25. So, 100 and, so yeah. about 130 episodes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It wasn't short. I do remember that. But that kind of makes you want to watch it more now, but at the same time, did it ever have a finishing to it? Or is it one of those ones that's just going to be in like forever stuck in never finishing mode? With the the rising was the last one, and yes, it is continuing after, and it does hint that it's continuing after that. No, never actually got into the manga. Wow, surprised you never did that. How <laughs> <laughs> so much did you climb time on it? I figured you'd jump right into that. I don't know that it would translate well as a manga. It it does wonderful as a. It's just kind of like the Attack on Titan. Seeing it, seeing it actually in action would make a million times difference. It is. It's one of those that I I wish I could explain. You, when you watch it, you'll you'll get it. It's the tension of. And, I'm and sure it, I'll love it once I get into it. No, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's it. I I do know that if you actually gave it a chance, I think you'd love it. Um, it's just you have to. I I don't want to force you into it. Does that make sense? Um, because I know because I, I know what you like about sports shows, and it's exactly what I like about sports shows. Because I. When you when you were joking about the whole sports thing, I know that you don't intentionally mean it as it is a sports show. It is the type of sports shows that I know that you look for is exactly what I look for. It's a show that is not about the sport. It's about the heart of the sport. It's yeah. about the people of the sport and getting into why and getting to that point where you want to root for them, not just I don't care who's going to win on each side. Like that is the worst feeling possible when I'm watching a sports show of any type and I go – I don't even care who wins, but when you have a you, sports show, you hit it. There's two. There's two levels. It's like it's 
this uh, the ones that don't do it right is where I don't care who wins. The ones that do it good are where you rooting for one side. The ones that do it excellent is where you're going, holy crap, I want this person to win. The ones that in, perfect it is the one that go, I don't want either one to lose. <laughs> yeah, you, and, and you hit the nail exactly on the head. That is almost to a T, Hajime no Ippo. And that, I think, Which is one? the reason the one why. Where you don't you want one side to lose? Um, yeah, basically. Uh, there's only been maybe three, three uh, quote-unquote opponents that I've ever gone in that they've ever gone into, and it's like, eh, I I, I just want to see Hajime uh, no Ippo. There's been times where I've gone into episodes where it is literally I want to see Hajime or I want to see Ippo win because this guy is such a horrible person. And then after you go like forty episodes later, they go back into that character for because of a rematch of whatever reason, and they actually explain that character a bit more than they already explained them. <laughs> not that they, not that they didn't they, explain the character the first time they've explained them more. You get more backstory on that character and you love that character even more, or you hate that character even more. They do. He, the, the writer on, on Ipo is just phenomenal. And to give people examples like Hinamara Sumo, I wanted to love that show. And it was, and it was mainly because it had heart in the main character. He it had so much heart in the main. That was what made that show was the heart of the main character. He was too short to be able to qualify, and he found a way that he could get around the system. But he was the and that and that character and that story was the only heart. And so whenever we got to the point where we were doing tournaments, I was like, I don't, I, I don't need a five minute backstory of this character this this is not interesting you're not going to give me enough in five minutes to care about this and then it would go to the next batch he's like oh here's another five minute back no it's too late <laughs> you can't do it in the middle of the match <laughs> you can't give me the backstory and anything about this character in the middle of the match it's there's doing it perfect and there's and i and i think a lot to, a lot of it has to do with the fact of how much time they have you have to you have to build into these characters you have to build into the matches and I think that does help with something like Hajime no Ippo because you technically have a match between two people that is on a set date. Whereas with something like Hinamaru Sumo, it was a tournament all being done, tons of people all fighting each other at the same time. You don't have time to do that. You don't have time to get into the characters. Yeah, they, the, the, only, the only extra characters outside of his opponent, which he'll they'll, – they'll go in – usually they'll go into the opponent's uh, – backstory usually in some way shape or form the only other characters is the is he's got three slash four characters in his and i say slash four because that is the rival character who actually goes into another uh uh gym um his the other three guys in his his gym are the only other ones that really get any matches and they're they're kind of intermixed into yeah they may fight in the same general time frame as Ipo but not not necessarily it's it's this is this is a show about Ipo and his growth and it focuses very heavily on Ipo and his growth and you you get a backstory of 
who is the opponent that he's going with. Um, it does does delve into kind of a quote-unquote romance story of him and some of the girls, or one of the girl around, a girl that uh, is around in his general vicinity. Um, and that is absolutely adorable. <laughs> um, the guys... Adrian! <laughs> I okay. Was it, what was it? Hit him on a song. <laughs> Hit him on a song. Hit him on a song. The let's see. How do how do I? Because I, I there there is one guy who is involved involved in one of his to give you an idea of one of the characters that you end up not liking as, as a as as a an opponent for Epo does something kind of mean to his love interest and. That that makes you really, really despise the guy. <laughs> and that that's how much you end up falling in love with this girl, and and how much you want to see Ipo with that girl. Well, and, it's kind of and- it's kind of like the the you know the what what was the term that we used the the beautiful flower on the side of the road kind of concept where a lot of those shows they don't have really any female characters and there's a lot of male characters and there's that one female character like run with the wind was like you, you had this one female character in the show really and it's like she's like the, the the flower that pops up every now and then it's it's kind of a weird effect that that does I, we almost should have talked about that in that uh uh what was that the episode that we did for the waifus and husbando thing it's like that that aspect of scarcity that creates that 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 flower in the group <laughs> yeah and they and they do but, and they balance the female characters very well and they don't they don't they don't get too stuck on them and at and at the same time they they do give that uh honest uh balance there she is yeah. well, we should probably get into the news <laughs> it's so funny because like, we didn't really have much news in the last couple of weeks so i'm like okay this will be a you know a, a an answer questions podcast and then we have 45 minutes of talking which is which is fine because I'm sure people most like that kind of format to just us running through a bunch of news. So, yeah, um, yeah, we should jump into the news and we get some questions done before we finish up because we're running running long at this point. But uh, you ready? Do it. All right. So this is the news that seems important to us. That should be important to you because it's important to us because it's important to you. Uh, One Week Friends manga is getting a sequel manga that is debuting in April 22nd. And I I purposely didn't give us any context to this when I put this in the outline because I don't want spoilers. I'm sure that that's, it's probably some after story or something like that. And I don't, so I don't want to know. <laughs> but that's exciting. I, I, I am kind of curious because it does feel like, didn't One Week Friends feel pretty complete? The anime adaptation? Yeah. So I wonder if they, I, they I thought about I thought about going thing. to check and I and I was like no I better not. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> good choice, good choice. But yeah, that's exciting. I, I, I had my issues with one week friend that was mainly the main character. Like I despised him so much, and that kind of sucks for a show to despise the main character in a way that's not. You know, I don't despise him because the writing's really good. I despise him because he's just annoying and he'd make stupid decisions. <laughs> but uh, I did like the concept of the show. so I don't remember us not liking him. Oh, I just hated him, dude. Hated that guy. Burning passion. <laughs> I think I still bought it, didn't I? 
I think I, yeah, I did. I think I did buy it. Yeah, I seem to remember uh, us liking it, but it's been a long time since we watched it. So, yeah, I think I bought it. Yeah, that's that's that though. Uh, Science fell in love, so I tried to prove it. Second season had a new trailer release for it, and they have set a premiere date for 2022. So, another year before you guys are gonna watch that one. Are you excited? Did you, you end up finishing that one, didn't you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm moderately excited. Yeah, because yeah. I did like the I did like some of the some of the jokes that they did on that. Um, it, it, it was hit hit or miss, so it, it should be fun though. Yeah. Hopefully they As I mentioned hopefully before. they they got got used to making the jokes and 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 get better at the jokes as they go along. Well, that's the question. Did you feel like it was getting better as it went along? Because the issue that I had, of course, early on was that it felt like it was too busy getting into the math and stuff and the site, which is technically the, the the point of the joke. But it got so wordy and talky about the math that the punchlines got lost in it. I might, like I started getting like, "You're losing me." Oh, there's a punchline. Okay, let's get into the next part. <laughs> no, it just added cuter characters. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, you, you you can't land the joke, so add more characters, and sure, eventually it'll more work. archetypes, more archetypes. Yeah, it, throw it, them in it, there, it, sprinkle it, them in. And that that I think was really its its strong suit was just the diversity of the characters and and how each one of them reacted to the situation, and it just become it became naturally more amusing as there was more more interesting ways of dealing with the situation. That's about the only appeal that I got out of the latter episodes. That's why it should be interesting to see the next next season to see if they're finally figuring out how to handle everything. Because it really does, like Andrew was mentioning, it got so stuck on the science, which quote-unquote is the joke. Um, but at the same time, there's a dryness to that where there I do appreciate a dry humor um the dryness cannot be the joke and that's the problem and that's what they were doing the they were making the dryness the joke and that because they're trying to explain something that is kind of a feeling it's not a it's not necessarily the it's hard to prove yeah. it by science. That yeah. was a whole joke. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Doki doki feelings, heartbeats, all that kind of stuff. I got the doki dokies. Oh. Let's 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 make a breakdown of the doki dokies. Yeah, it's it's your your heart's beating faster. That's the point. <laughs> your rhythm and, and pacing of heartbeats and all that kind of stuff. Okay, no, and you're losing me again. Stop. <laughs> Well, well and, and and they were they were doing the the like I said the latter episodes they 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 were going more into making fun of tropes and then explaining the tropes. So yes and no, was, yeah, it I, I did enjoy that stuff like the 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 wall plant thing and they started having each one of the people do the wall plant thing. It was like like I said that's it the the beginning of the joke is so much fun and I love it and it's so cute and then it just starts expanding on it and it starts bringing out the spreadsheets and it's like no you're losing me again (laughs) yeah and and that's and that's what i mean is adding the other characters is what which is what they did louder um 
adding the extra characters did add more um more different reactions which was good but at the same time they still kept going back to the dryness which that was the frustration yeah and it looks like they're adding even more characters in the next season which should be interesting because i don't know who the bulky guy is there at all soon they'll have an entire facility uh, fans like of Ultimate Taco Teacher character. Uh, moving on, <laughs> moving <laughs> on, moving on. Yeah, fans of Ultimate Taco Teacher or Denpa Kyoshi, uh, the mangaka Takashi Azuma is has announced on Twitter that it'd be not launching a new isekai manga. The title of, of it is Isekai Chef to Saikyo Bushoku uh, Hime. Or the other world chef and the strongest princess of gluttony. So, I, I, uh, I think it was pretty mixed on Dimpa Kyoshi, if I remember correctly. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see them go from a pretty sciencey teacher type of show to a uh, isekai. But that's the that's the growing craze right now. Is <laughs> Want to get relevant in the world, making a sekai. He's going to another world. No, oh my it's gosh. a whole new manga. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, whole new show. I was, I was actually one. joking. I was actually joking with Andrew last night. I finished um, uh, Code Black, and yes, they did isekai at the end of it, and I <laughs> got such a kick out of it, and had to to text Andrew about that. Yeah, that. Yeah, they're well, technically in the first everybody. season they ended it with an isekai. The, the first, first season, season ended with the first season ended with other people being isekai. Oh, okay, yeah. Did they? Yeah, they had a transfusion ah. at the very end of it. A whole bunch of people were flying into the into their world. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, check that out. I I'm still not a huge fan of his art style, but it's good on him. Wish him success on that one. Uh, for those that are not keeping track of it and probably don't know, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> Episode 11 of Mashuko Tensai Jabba's Reincarnation, at the very end of it, of course, did confirm a part two for the series. Uh, they do not have a confirmed date yet. A lot of listings show it as summer, but that could always change, of course. But um, looking forward to more. That was... Um, I... I, I I already made a video, so hopefully people yeah, will stop cheated. this and go watch the video review and all that kind of stuff. But you yeah, cheated I, and reviewed that, it without me. That review, I pretty much stated, and I'm going to probably get a lot of heat for it. This show could possibly go down as the best isekai ever, and I am willing to probably say that it could end up if if the later parts of it do keep up the pace as, as as now i think it could probably go down in my my top anime of all time and, and, I, I, and, and I, I, I think it's a perfect show in every way it's it's just kind of a perfect show i i kind of agree with you and i and i i was thinking about it as you were as i was listening to your review it's like i i actually agree with you and the only i i i, I agree that the one uh, the one show that it would be fighting for 
has got because it easily it it it, it beats ReZero for me. Um, I I'm, think I'm, that, at, I'm at that point now. I, it's, it's like I'm fighting with myself, but I'm I'm kind of at that point right now. It's just yeah, it's the other one. It's the other yeah, one. The other one. The other say. one is a, is a little bit more difficult to do because. Um, she actually has the cute factor, which kind of leans me towards her. And it's like, but it's both not really of them, the cute factor, but yeah, the cute factor well, is there. And I, and I can see it being <laughs> a lot for you, but it's a, they it's, I think it's more of the underdog. Storytelling. They both I think it's more a, the underdog aspect. For her. I could go with that on, on her, yeah. uh, not so much on him. I mean, it, no, her. It's she. That show has an underdog aspect to it. Yeah, and that, now, that granted, probably was probably going to eventually get to that point, but so far it hasn't really put. It has put them in that situation. He, especially with the later parts, it does feel like he doesn't really have much of a. I think he'd be dead if if weren't for another character with him. Like literally, I don't think he can right. stand on his own. But it. It doesn't feel like it. Like with with the sentence of bookworm, it feels like she is literally pulling herself from the mud. She's literally in the mud. She's dying. Like her character is dying at the very beginning, and she has to pull herself out of that. And I don't think you really get that situation with Majuko. But Plus, I, I think the sentence of bookworm is a lot more easier to suggest to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like Majuko Tensai. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> it's sad because. Mashoka Tensai Jabba's reincarnation is hard to recommend. Like I would love to sit down with my brother and the other brother and have him watch it, but it does have that stigma Roxy, within it. That a he Roxy is treasure would a immediately <laughs> shut people down. He's a perv. Yeah, and and it sucks because it's like that's the point. He's he's maturing. He it, like when's the last time you had him perv out like that? He really hasn't because he's maturing as a character. From uh, when he at was the end of the a, last episode. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a throw a quick jab in there. But it's not like him sneaking up on her when she's sleeping and, and pulling down her underwear when she's younger. Yeah. It's a little different. It's, it's, <laughs> and it, that's a little harder to sell. It is it is it is one of those that is I I I agree a hundred percent. It it is one of those that is it is hard to suggest him over the other. And but at the same time one of the things that you were mentioning in your review and 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 I absolutely like a thousand percent agree on is the amount of perfect writing that both shows do they're they're and and I think you put it in an interesting way which i I kind of agree both shows give you so much content minute for minute you are oh yeah and it doesn't I am feel absolutely like blown it's away a, that it's only been eleven. It doesn't feel like you're at a breakneck pace. It just feels natural, the flow of the story. Yeah. And yet you're getting so much information and content and you're just feeling like – because I was I was absolutely screaming at Andrew and, and I didn't want to force him to go into the show in case I was – you know, blowing it out of proportion. I because I I kept texting Andrew. You don't understand. This is such an awesome show. I'm loving the show, and at the same time, I didn't want to go. Andrew, you have to be watching it right now because I I don't know if I was blowing it out of proportion. And then when he started going, this show is amazing. I was like, thank you. I I don't feel like I'm going crazy. This is such an amazing show. They were doing so wonderful. The, the visuals were on point. The story was on point. Yeah. He's a little bit of a perv, but it wasn't 
it was the point and it wasn't the point at the same time. He was such a dynamic character and I just, I loved it. Oh yeah. And that, that's why I mentioned in the review is like, I, I totally expect this character to possibly be like one of the greatest anime characters of all time because, and, and granted because it, it is basically him growing up and that, I think that's a huge thing, but he, he as a person, even though he has the body of a 40 year old inside of a kid, he is maturing because he never matured in his previous life. And that's the whole point. It's like he did yeah. not mature. He was still a teenager in a 40-year-old body because he was a neat, because he was so abused. And now he is finding that maturity. He Now he's learning to rely on people. And that's the huge change. We're totally reviewing it right now. But no, it sucks yeah, I because I, I have that problem right now where I'm trying to schedule out my time to knock out these reviews and videos and stuff. And so, like, that, the whole situation there was, like, I we watched the you know, enough to do our first impressions. And I'm like, okay, now I have to get caught up on this stuff. And then Chris is like, dude, you gotta, you gotta go back over here. You gotta come back over here. You gotta come back over here. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to finish this other stuff. <laughs> Let me finish this other stuff, Chris. Uh, time. When are we going to get it? When right. Get that time thing. But no, I'm, I'm super excited for more of it. And I, it, it, it's, it is a conundrum. It's like, I, I hate the fact that we have a wait. But at the same time, I know why it's there. It's the well, key it, and it's, quality up there. And that, and that literally the animation and quality they've been doing is literally breathing extra life into it. It is the, it, when you have all these pillars of animation that gives the believability, the characters, the writing, the pacing, it all comes together. And if we lose one of those pillars because we want, you know, it to be nonstop and it turns into something like, you know, nothing against them, but a lot of the shonens have that problem. Uh, the only reason that Hero Academia does not have that problem is because they take breaks. And we don't want them to turn into, you know, a fairy tale or something like that. So. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And Super it, excited. It, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating because it, the, 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 the sad thing is, is the, the reason why I, I mean, I'm so, I was, I was, I felt uh, uh, so excited to talk about this show is because this show easily the the it 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 trumped everything else in the season i mean outside of some of our mm. our, our returners and stuff like that Wonder i think priority is going to ask a question there <sighs> i know it's gonna be I, so hard I really to do need to watch number it. 1 <laughs> oh it's I, so I good do. i do need to really watch that show it it, it that one's the one show that kind of I hate that I ended up because that that was what I was talking about. If shows how that far I are you need behind, to, huh? How since far are you our, behind since on our since our uh, uh, oh first my impressions? Gosh, stop the podcast! You're watching it right now. Are you serious? Yeah, I that <sighs> one that one and uh, you hurt me. I I you hurt I, me. Idly pride that one and um, the. Uh, Alice in Wonderland one that I all three of those is the ones that I've been wanting to catch up on. And that that's what I was saying. I'm I'm stuck between those and Log Horizon. I am kind of glad that we're doing a discussional this week because I didn't I didn't want to miss out on any of them. And and that's why I can't wait to see what 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 you're planning on as far as our our breakdown of which episodes are gonna get to which so i've got at least another week be to oh yeah mushoka tensai was definitely early the rest of them is is kind of 
there's quite a few a few later this week, but yeah, it's I don't know. I haven't really gotten put it put it together entirely yet. I think we have this week is ending is uh ReZero, Doctor Stone, Quintuplets, Promise Neverland, Bottom Tier, and Attack on Titan, Komodo Jaihin. Yeah, that one's another one that I ended up letting go, by the way. And what? I do know that you're going to be chomping at the bit at me, to me to finish that one up as well. What? Titan. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be new to me. And and I wonder if uh Attack on Titan might end on the 4th because I know that they delayed one episode because of the earthquake. I don't know if so I don't know if my schedule that I pulled up is taking that into consideration. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be I've new got... for me cause, too because I I got like literally a couple chapters from the end of it in the manga, so I'm probably just going to watch the ending on the in the animated format. So I gotta I gotta avoid the spoilers <laughs> for a little bit longer. Yeah, I've got to I've got to go uh, because of the the stuff that's going on around me here. It's making it really difficult for me to keep up on stuff and i've been trying my best um and, and and those are those are the shows that i i have every intention on watching and that's that's why i was saying i i want to log horizon is almost a guaranteed i want to finish that one um attack on titan is kind of a one of those that i'll probably just watch at some point even if i miss out on this season um I know that Andrew wants to talk to me about it because there's stuff that he's been chomping at the bit to talk to me about. And I think that I, I've already bumped into what he's seen, but we don't want to spoil it or he doesn't want to spoil me if he has seen something that I haven't seen. So yes, that's going to be one that probably end up finishing up, but those, Oh my gosh, (laughs) those by themselves, that's, that's nearly, um, at least 30 episodes worth of content that I technically need to watch. And that's, that's why I'm kind of hoping that we'll put that as the last ones. Um, the other three shows, um, are we doing a, you think we're going to be doing a three episode review season or two? Probably three. Yeah. Cause if that's, that's the case, then that gives me three weeks to get those two done um, if, if we go off of the stuff that's already completed right now, which is, I probably have what about, I don't think that we'll have, I don't know that we'll have a review next week. I don't know that we'll have enough shows, but we'll, we'll see, obviously. But they're, they're still showing the 16th episode being next week. Let me see if, uh. Because I know, I think it was the fifteenth episode that was delayed on, on um, Attack on Titan. So sixteenth might still be on schedule a bit to finish this next weekend. Yeah, that'll that'll be exciting. I like I said, I it, it is, like I said, I am technically keeping caught up on the the manga, but it'll. I, I I'm pretty sure the anime has probably finally passed me up and. I'll be able to experience the the ending fresh on the on the animated version and hopefully not get spoiled on it. It has been nice to be <laughs> being ahead of a source material for once. 
not having to worry about spoilers. No, they only show 74 on on Crunchyroll, so I think the delay is not in effect. So it's, it's probably the, the third that the final episode will be. Or the fourth, I'm sorry. I let Dr. Ramane go. I let X-Arm. I didn't even try to do X-Arm. And none of the... <laughs> None of the rumors that I've heard about that one is got me halfway interested in what's going on with that. I don't want to bash it. Um, it's pretty bad when you have people trying to one uh, do better animation and scenes on <laughs> by themselves just to prove how badly they did it. <laughs> I I heard I heard an explanation of what happened with it, and I can kind of understand it. The guy was trying to do kind of a uh, mocap with it, and it just wasn't working real well. So. Yeah, we'll see. Juju Kaisen, I let that one go. What last season? Um, I have kept up on Heaven's Design. I have kept up on Laid Back Camp, and I'm surprised. It seems like you let uh, Nanan Biori go. How did oh, it's that just happen? A, it's <laughs> well, no, it's something that I I I literally have so many co- shows that I'm trying to cover and get videos made for. It's <laughs> not that I have boatloads of time. It's like I got more time because I can focus on stuff, but at the same time, I have to create content at the same time. So it's it's, it's a juggling there. I mean, yeah. it's not that I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> I just had to poke at you. Um, Plus it's, it, you have to take into consideration a lot of the stuff that I'm trying to cover is mainly stuff that can be spoiled. You can't really have none of you already have a spoiler. I mean, it could. <laughs> it could. But it's probably not. <laughs> the addition of a, a Tama character... Gee, Andrew, thank you. <laughs> I watched that a long time ago. Yeah, you're behind on that one. Oh no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way caught up. I just you, you got the. Yeah, the, you have to tell me in text every two seconds. It's like Chris always complains about spoilers, and yet he's always sending me spoilers in my text. What? It's like, okay, Chris, I really what don't want to know about the show. What spoiler did I give you? What spoiler did you I give you? Everything. The, the, every text show, you send me the is show, a spoiler. The show that you're not going to watch this season. <laughs> Which one's that? What what am I not watching this season? Uh I thought you had dropped Code Black a long time ago. I thought that's what you said. Oh, uh, I'm I'm just mixed on if I'll finish it. And those are the only, some two, only two spoilers. spoilers I can think of that this season that I sent you. I'm just you got poking laid back at you. Camp spoilers. You got Oh, you're not going to uh, watch Laid Back Camp. Why would I not watch Laid Back Camp? I don't know. I don't know what you'll watch. You'll watch what you're going to watch. Um, yeah, Nanan Biori, I'm caught up on. ReZero, I caught up on. Sent me Reluctantly. spoilers on Hidden got Dungeon. A, got a good one out of that one, though. Do I? Anyways. Anyways. Spider. Yeah, I don't really, there's not really many of them that I won't. I, I might even, I'm even considering going back and watching Other Side Picnic. I really do think that there's possibly something in there. I don't think I'm going to go back to Prater. I, I just don't think those first episodes were really selling me. I, I'm sorry, go hands. <laughs> sorry, go hands. I don't know that I can go back. We'll see. Though. I am. I. I never did get to watch quintessential quintuplets. That does irritate me. I was able to keep up on Hidden Dungeon and Slime, which Slime I think is going to continue. Right. Yeah. Oh no, no, Slime's done. For now, is it? I mean, it's never technically done, but its current core is done, or its current season is done. It'll be, its last episode is this weekend? This following weekend? Maybe next Monday, Tuesday? 
Yeah, I'm I'm going to be probably kind of mad that unless they announce a, another core for sure, that's going to be annoying because it's, it's not in a good spot for a a, a a pause. Why? Like literally anything that's proven to us in the first season is that he can wrap things up pretty darn quick. <laughs> he can wrap up things in like a split second. It's like, oh, here's doom and gloom coming to us. Oh no, world's... No, resolved. That was the whole joke of the first season. We'll wow. see. We'll see. We'll um, see. Uma Musume is a. I never did get back to that one. That's a little bit frustrating. I've been trying to do this Vlad Love one, which I think is an OVA. I'm not real sure what's going on with that. I don't think it's an actual this season. That one is a weird show. It really is. <laughs> Yeah. Um Wixos, I that that one I maybe I'll get back to. That one's uh that one's gonna be a maybe. Where were we at? <laughs> I totally lost where we were at. <laughs> uh Iwa Kakeru Try new climbing manga is ending in its sixth volume. It's always kind of technically depressing when you see a announcement for source material ending right after the anime is because it's like kind of makes me wonder if the anime was trying to reboost sales and it didn't work out so they stopped because i think that happened i think that was the case with the um the butt girls uh who i can i can i remember that. It's, it's literally it's li- it was literally on the back of my cage <laughs> that literally happened with that and it, it was what and i think they technically came out and said like you know this has nothing to do with it but it's like yeah sure <laughs> we'll believe you but yeah, unfortunately, hopefully they have a new project coming up. I'm sure they do. Most of those mangakas are doing multiple stuff at the same time anyway. So hopefully whatever else they're doing is working out for them, even though I didn't really get into the show. Sony Interta- Interactive Entertainment announced that they will be uh, that alongside RTS, they have acquired Evo tournament brand as well as the assets and properties. And yes, this is technically video game and esports related news, but I did want to bring it up because keep in mind that yes, Sony does own Crunchyroll and Funimation at this point, and now they have a esports entertainment endeavor that they have acquired. So it is kind of leading it more to the idea that we're probably going to have essentially Sony becoming like this gigantic conglomerate of entertainment, video entertainment probably streaming related stuff in the future, which is kind of, it is troubling. I, I've, I've seen a couple of videos and stuff pop up that I haven't really found anything to substantiate it, but a lot of people are apparently rumoring that Crunchyroll and Funimation's apps are being shut down in a year, which I wouldn't surprise me at all. Like I, I think I mentioned when we talked about the buyout that you never see anything come of it early on because one, they have to get, approvals from the government to make sure that they're not, you know, that it's, you know, good business practices, no monopolies being created. But, and and I, my experience with working in a company that had a buyout, it takes a couple of years before they finally do something. Like right now, Crunchyroll is still buying licenses technically because it's still business as usual. There could be a possibility that we find out tomorrow that Sony couldn't do it. And the government said, no, you can't. And guess what? If they stop doing what they're doing, even though we joked about the idea of them not getting licenses, 
they can shoot themselves in the foot if they don't keep moving as normal. So they kind of have to keep moving as normal and it won't, we won't see the effects of it for possibly two years, but it wouldn't surprise me if that when those years come up, it's finalized that we see at least Crunchyroll, maybe even possibly Funimation, you know, as a brand disappear and it becomes Sony anime, which sucks because I hope they don't make you have to use a PlayStation to watch their stuff. <laughs> it would be nice to have them in one location. I'm not, I'm not against that because that's, you know, less money people have to pay to watch all the shows, but still. I just want to bring it up just for just so people are aware of it. Sony still becomes fatter. <laughs> Sony becomes fatter. That's the news bit. Alright. Scarlet Nexus, the video game. The video game is getting an anime by Sunrise in summer 2021. It's funny because we don't I don't even think the game's out yet. And they're already well, it's just to kind of promote the 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 game itself, but yeah, they released a trailer for it. It's very a very quick trailer. It looks good, but a very quick trailer. So if you're excited for Scarlet Nexus, check out the the, the anime that they're going to make for it. Yeah, it's still launching in June 25th. So the anime will come out pretty much right side the the show itself. So I think the game will come out, and then about a month later they should have the the anime come out. So. Because summer is usually July, right? Yeah. Anime season, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in it's in three months. So March, April, May, June. July yep. is dead in the middle of summer. I mean, anime seasons, not necessarily <laughs> actual seasons. Actually, technically, yeah, we're more Japan seasons. Yeah, we're finishing up uh, the spring season right now. So next month yep. will be the beginning of the next season of uh, spring. Yeah, so July. July is when summer anime starts. Uh, see, Hikarashi When They Cry Go TV anime to get a follow-up series called Sutsu. And it will premiere in July as well. Well, there you go. There's season right there. <laughs> and that was what I was talking about earlier. It's like, I... It, Having that kind of announcement, because I, I, we weren't really sure if they were going to end up doing like multiple seasons of Higurashi, because technically it's not a remake. It's a like, yeah, spoilers. But yeah, you'll 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 know if you watch the series. But yeah, it kind of makes me want to wait. But at the same time, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, maybe I'll get some feedback from some people. Let me know if if it's got a solid conclusion to it. Because technically, the original series had a conclusion, and the follow ups were kind of like a either a different perspective or something else. So I'll see. I'll see what the feedback is. Let's see. Viz Media confirmed with A and N that they no longer have the license for the manga Chicky Angel, which is kind of interesting. Um, we really love the anime. I, I kind of wish somebody would, would license it and release it, but I kind of always, I, I think I dabbled a couple times in the manga to try to get into it and I never really kind of committed to it, but I kind of wanted to get into the manga and if I couldn't get the anime, <laughs> I might as well get the manga. I think I have it. Honestly, I think I bought it from a bundle. I'll have to double check, but yeah. 
I actually really liked the anime, though. Yeah, it was a great. Yeah, it was a great anime. Very unique. Bushy Road has been acquired by, or sorry, <laughs> Bushy Road has acquired majority stake of Frontwing. So, for those who don't remember, Frontwing is the one that has the Grisaya series, Island, all those. Uh, they have been essentially acquired at this point by Bushy Road, which is a publishing company. So. Very, very interesting. Very interesting move. I don't know what that necessarily will mean for this series or the the for Front Wing as a whole going in the future, but um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, interesting what to see. I, I am kind of happy with Front Wing recently because they have, you know, after everything that happened with Grisaya, they have kind of been putting up a a concerted effort to get their content over here directly. So they're kind of making all the right moves. So I hope that at least my only hope with this whole thing is that Bushy Road acquiring it, they won't mess with that, you know, what they're doing currently that's working for them, I think. So interesting stuff, interesting stuff. Suki to Laika to Nosfuratu novel is getting a TV adaptation. Uh, this one is going to be adapted to release in 2021 and it essentially is space vampires. <laughs> the story centers around Lev Lip, a backup astronaut candidate and his new companion, the vampire Inina Ruminescu, as part of the daring uh, new operation Nef... <laughs> I hate that name. <laughs> Nosferatu Project Mechtat will use Irina as a test subject for various conditions expected in space and ultimately as part of a manned mission with Lev overseeing Irina's training as a cosmonaut. Um, for this reason, their own, or for reasons of their own, both dreaming or dream of going into space. Space vampires. She's well, kind cool. of adorable, uh, so visual. it could be good. I rem- when I seen the the key art for it, I thought it was gonna be like some weird, crazy like Seraph of the End in space. <laughs> I had Seraph of the End vibes. I wonder if it's a similar uh, character artist or something like that. So, yeah, it looks good. PVE looks good. Hopefully, hopefully it turns out good. Interesting idea for it though. Netflix has signed a multi-year contract for 3D CG studio Digital Frontier. I don't know if this is necessarily going to affect anime in any way, shape, or form because they're mostly for CGI effects, not necessarily CGI, full CGI shows. But um, it is interesting to, to note. They they uh, already helped with the Alice in Borderlands and stuff. So I do, I do want to still check out Alice in Borderland, the, light, the, the live action. But... Um, yeah, Digital Frontier had worked on Alice in Borderland, Death Note, Gantz, Resident Evil, Degeneration, Tekken, Blood Vengeance, Appleseed, and Gantz. So. Cool, cool, cool. In our next bit of news, we have the actress that is playing Faye Valentine for the live-action Cowboy Bebop uh, adaptation is has posted on Instagram stating that the filming for the series has completed. <laughs> The first season filming is done. Not that the series is done, because as we know, especially for something that's going to be like a space thing, 
is probably going to be quite a few, maybe a year of actually doing the, you know, visual effects and all that kind of stuff, post-production kind of stuff. Um, the filming is kind of the early quick part, whereas all the other stuff is the time-consuming part. Now, granted, <laughs> they could do a you know, really crappy job and not really take much time to put it together. <laughs> but yeah, doesn't mean that it's done and ready to go. It's just that the filming's done, so... We'll see when we'll see if this uh, this fabled live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop is actually going to happen. That's so one excited, that, Chris? That, that that's one of those that it's like that that you think back on and you 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 go it seems like I've watched that but I don't know so I'm going to count it as not watched. Um, and it what Cowboy Bebop the anime? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it, I I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. Um and so it I'm going to count it as not watched. I but it it seems kind of silly that I've ever not watched this show. Um so it's it it's one of those that I know I liked uh Space Dandy. So and I I hear everybody go nuts about this show. So it I'm I'm sure I'll like it. Um so it, it, I it, I, I tend to count it as a on my list of shame of shows that I think I've watched, but I don't know if I've watched. I, I really need to get back to, or I need to go back and just watch it and get it done and over with. That's like Onizuka. Technically I'm sure I've watched it at some point. I don't remember it, but it is what it is. Yeah. I've kind of mentioned before, but Cowboy Bebop is probably one few anime where it's kind of hard to screw up West. (laughs) If you can if you can screw up a live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, you got something wrong with you because it literally is a Western anime. Not not that it was made in the West, but they made it for the West. It has all the fills of a Western space thing, but with a very anime take on it. So, yeah, don't screw it up. But I am kind of I am kind of I'm kind of interested to see it though. I, re- I really am. So, I think they did a decent job on the casting and everything. So, we'll see. Even though I don't know who they are, they look good. So, yeah. Oh, and our last bit of news we have, and this is kind of our, this is in our segment of we're sorry, we're flawed human beings, we missed something. Not really, but technically, <laughs> whenever we do our f- previews for the next season, there's always like something that pops up after we record. And sure enough, Thunderbolt Fantasy Season 3 has been announced for coming in spring. So we'll be watching that because that's an incredible show. Did you did you finish the second season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That are great I ending. I better have. Such otherwise, awesome I, wasn't, I wasn't in the room with you. Uh, I don't remember. I think that was one of those ones where I was like, holy crap, the ending Chris watched. No, I think we did watch it together. Yeah, I think we did watch it together. Or maybe we just didn't watch the ending together. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, looking forward to more of it. Um, really incredible. Yeah, Thunderbolt Fantasy. Puppets, not anime, but it's still technically anime because it's got, yeah, the creators behind it and Jenner Butchie and all that kind of stuff. So I need to look into that one beforehand and see if uh, if Jenner Butchie is still heavily involved or not at this point. I think we were wondering that in the second season. But yeah. That's it for the news. That seems important to us. That should be important to you because it's important to us. It's time to it's times to dive into our community 
and answer some great questions from community members. As always, if you want your question asked, or if you want your question asked on the podcast, if you want your question answered on the podcast, you can either go to the forums, meet our great community members, and post it there. You can post it on the contact us button at the talkaspirit.com at the top. You can send it to Andrea at talkaspirit.com, like a lot of people seem to be doing right lately. Uh, shoot me a tweet, all that kind of stuff. Plenty of ways that you can get a hold of us to ask your question, which reminds me that we had one on Twitter that I don't want to forget, so I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> it's a question actually aimed at Chris, so I thought it would be fun to actually put on here. What? People are Twittering me? Oh, come I yeah, was, was, there's a WD-40 comment about your chair, Mr. Uh, squeaky Chair Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it actually it is a question you technically can't answer. <laughs> Uh, Ved Patel said, uh, I saw the latest episode of Wonder Egg Priority, and I have a question for you guys. If Chris watches this anime, how did he feel about this episode, which he's talking about the recent episode? I won't tell exactly what happens, as he doesn't like dark stuff. And also, why doesn't Chris like shows, uh, like dark shows? Is it because some traumatic event in the military? No, I'm not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I I was kind of tempted to reply on the twi- Twitter. I'm like, uh, he didn't really technically go to the front lines, so nothing like that. I mean, technically, it could have been happened in boot camp and stuff like that. Some some crazy stuff happens it, there. D- but boot camp, boot camp does get kind of brutal, but not that brutal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, it could if somebody accidentally drops a something they're not supposed to drop. I don't know. Uh, I I I. Like we were talking about earlier, I do intend on catching up. Um, as far as the reason why, it, it's 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 more along the lines of there's so much crap going on in the world right now. I just I'm I'm kind of turned off of dark stuff, and that's all. It's it's that simple. I it's nothing any more deeper than that. It's it's just. I don't want negativity in my life right now, and so I'm kind of just trying to steer away from negativity that is voluntarily brought in, for lack of a better term. I don't know well, how that's to like the whole point. It. Yeah, I mean that's similar to the whole point of the podcast itself. Is that positivity? Is as we've mentioned before, it's like well, we don't we want a place where people can come to and have a positive look on anime because. You know, life is rough time, so you kind of want to have a positive... You want positivity to go into your ears when you break away from, you know, what's going on in the real world and stuff. So, I totally understand Chris's viewpoint in that regard, is is that is a desire to have an escape that is positive. But at the same time, I often find myself, even when the show is really dark, I don't necessarily... I don't, for me personally, and this is nothing at Chris, if that, if that that is Chris's mindset, and it's perfectly legitimate. For me, it doesn't affect me as much to watch a dark and negative show in the presence of wanting escapism from, you know, things that are negative. Because I don't... There- it, it's hard to find a show that is makes me feel that same feeling. Like, the negativity in the world is often different than possibly negativity in an anime. The only thing that I really felt that was like uh, something that had that similar effect to me that Chris is describing was Code Black. 
Like just because it felt depressing, not necessarily that it was dark or violent is that it felt depressing. And that's a different feeling than that's violent or that's really screwed up for that character. It felt depressing. I'm and, sure and Higurashi the, will eventually get that feeling as well if I get back into it. And and there 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 is, you're I mean because and and I'll probably end up going into that in uh, the review is, um, Code Black is it's it, it's interesting to watch it on the 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 fact that it's the body trying desperately to keep itself alive, whereas and I think I worded it the best in that because. Uh, cells at work is just reacting to something happening, whereas Code Black is literally desperately fighting to keep the body alive, it, and that's the difference mm-hmm. between the two shows. That's why it's right. it's almost depressing watching it. And and there is and to to get into what Andrew was saying, I think it's the word is cathartic, um, where you you watch something depressing to realize that and i hate it because i think it's worded badly but to realize that your body your life is not at, that bad <laughs> yeah so that's like it, the other it, day something bad happened here and it was like well at least you're not starving in africa i mean not not to say that that's funny it's just a, a fact that we have it technically damn good <laughs> yeah and 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 that and, and there is i know that a lot of people not that they go out looking for things. It's 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 a subconscious release of I no, you're not going in to watch um Higurashi to know that you're not a mass murderer. You're not doing that. But you are watching it and subconsciously there's something that is um that is kind of a um a, an acknowledgement of that 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 something is there to um that you do want that i mean people don't go watching horror films to because they fantasies. like <laughs> yeah it's it, 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 there it, probably there's is somebody <laughs> there's something different about that and, and and that is i think the word the word for it is cathartic where you are watching it literally to release that that anxiousness in in a way so and i just i i don't need that i need i want the positive in a lot for yeah. a lack of a better word i don't know how to put it any bit differently than that <laughs> i just thought at some point he got stuck on the idea of wanting to see cute girls all the time and not want to see them hurt and the obsession drove him to the point where obviously he would not want dark shows no <laughs> no i just i just want no cute positivity. girls not happy to cute girls. Not watching. I love uh, my my cute girls, yeah. and I will say that. But yeah, we'll have to wait until his review to see what he thinks of Wonder Egg Priority because he's going to watch it. And if he doesn't watch it, uh, I'm shutting down the podcast. So there you go. That we've we've established that the podcast will be shut down if Chris does not finish Wonder Egg Priority. There's a sells at work live action. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, y'all need to tweet that, me that, more. I that announced that. I think that announced with. Um, with the um, anime season's first end, I think. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, from our forums, we have Tomboy Hypnosis. Hypnosis. Says, See, the, uh, the, the, sends us the, a the, picture of your listen to two episodes for a total of 141 minutes. Talk doesn't stand a chance. What? Hmm. 
is that a pro I don't know what this I don't know what the picture is. <laughs> I heard of this show in the first place because you were one of the few podcasts on Spotify that mentioned VTubers in a searchable title. Uh, the title the the little I've consumed so far has been really enjoyable. I remember back in twenty seventeen people were of the assumptions that VTuber popularity had plateaued and there was little more market share to be had until Cover Corp proved them wrong. In a recent Trash Taste podcast, there was a discussion that uh, to, that to be a weeb is to be a uh, to be normie. Likely thanks to Netflix and overall increase of nerd culture, September 2020 is currently the peak for anime on Google Trends, comparing VTubers and anime. Do you think either medium will soon plateau in popularity or perhaps continue their strong growth? Infinite thanks and best regards, Tomboy Hypnosis. Uh, trademark, registered, copyright. Does that mean me say, oh, dang it. I I've, I've, I went through this with Sony on YouTube, and now I'm going to have to go on the podcast. Because somebody copyrighted something, you cannot say it. <laughs> you cannot show it. You cannot say it. It is theirs, and you will be struck. How do you get struck on podcasts? I guess they would just take you down the, the, the hosting. Dang it. Uh, that is a lot of questions in one question. Um has VTubers plateaued? I, no, I don't think so. I think that's, I think it's something that is, well, I guess plateaued is a good way of putting it. I, I guess since you said plateaued, um, I don't know. I, I think there is an argument to be made about there is only so much shared time. Cause I know a lot of people, especially like when the, with the English hollow lives came out, the big concern there was like, okay, you have, you're literally introducing so many of these girls and people are only going to watch so many of them. And sure enough, what had happened, Gura took them all. Like, Gura has a massive following. Now, granted, yeah, the other two, the other girls do technically still have their viewership, but Gura's the one that took off. And you're always going to have the problem that people only have so much time to watch this stuff. I even have the same problem. I was actually watching them quite a bit when they first released, but then after a while, it's like... This does take a lot of commitment. There's a lot of time and commitment. And so I think you do have a selective audience that's going to be able to fill those. Because I, I am really curious as to... Because, yes, technically a lot of the VTubers, uh, Japanese VTubers specifically, uh, a lot of them had viewerships of people in the West. People that didn't even speak Japanese. They were still watching a lot of these uh, VTubers. And I wonder with the advent of the English VTubers from Whole Alive if they lost a lot of that overseas viewership just because of the fact that, oh, now I can watch a Hall of Live VTuber and understand what they're saying. <laughs> because again, and, and there was times where I'm looking on YouTube and I see like, you know, I don't know, Pekora is on the same time that Gura is. I wonder if you, you can't, yeah, there's a lot of people that are going to sit there and watch both of them at the same time. I'm, I don't doubt any way, shape, or form, but like I said, there is a limited time that people do have, and they do technically stream for a long time. So there's, it's just like uh, Twitch. If you have somebody that's on and they are a popular, or they're they're on and they're not as popular, the moment that the popular one comes on, the viewership goes down because people only want to watch one of them at the same time. So, but as for the popular stuff, I think it. 
I don't know. I'm not really watching the statistics all that much, so I don't really know. I do know that 2020 was easily going to be a huge boost for them because they we did, again, have the English Hall Life launch. We did have several other VTubers launch, and you had a mixture of both just the random Joe Schmo trying to become a VTuber because they lost their jobs or they couldn't go to their jobs at the time because of the pandemic. And you also had a lot of people not able to leave their houses. So obviously it's going to have a boost. So I don't know that you can necessarily take what happened in 2020. It, that's like everything. Like everything – like there was a there was a news bit from I think Viz or maybe Yenpress stating that 2020 was their best year. And it's like, well, I hope you're not going to take that consideration what's going to happen in the future because a lot of people were stuck home reading books and they wanted something to do. So you can't, any any company right now cannot take 2020 as an example for projections or possible future. Now they can take what happened in 2020 and grab a hold of it and try to advance with it. Like say I was a, I used to be a part of the company that was a beverage company. They did see a boost. But they would have to go out and seek out the people that they got that boost from and say stick with us into the future. It's not always going to happen for every company that way. There is going to be a drop in viewerships on VTubers because people are going back to work this year. It is there you're going to see a drop in manga reading because people possibly go back to work this year. So, yeah, I can't really say that taking 2020 is is a good example, but I and I'm not following the VTuber uh popularity and viewership well enough to be able to give a good positive perspective on it but i do see overall vtubers sticking around for a long time i think when when vtubers first hit and a lot of westerners were trying to capitalizing i i I honestly did see vtubers in japan being a thing forever like i I, when the moment that it popped up i'm like yeah this is japanese this is going to stick around for a long time but I did technically poo-poo the idea of it ever being a Western thing. Like, I just didn't really see it getting an audience in the West. But Hello Life proved me wrong. They proved me that you can take non-Japanese girls, stick them in front of a camera, and give them an anime avatar, and people will eat it up. And so they proved me wrong in that regard. And But and honestly, I don't... But the question I really have... And I and and how I question how it can go into the future is would I ever think I'd see a VTuber if I turned on the news and I turned on the weather? I don't think you'll ever go outside the realms of the anime culture. Agree, disagree, Chris. Hi. Uh... Yes and no. I think a lot of things are going to change very soon. I it the the problem because the the question that I I find the most frustration with in in this question and it's not a bad frustration, it's a frustration as in the the question is asking us to kind of predict the future. And the, for me to give you an honest answer, I have to take into consideration everything that's going on in the world right now. And yes, I believe a lot of crap is going to change very soon. The problem is, is that 
if everything was to stay the same as it is right now, would VTubing become even more popular? Not so much. Um, anime, I believe, at the rate it's going right now, I believe it was it's shooting into mainstream and it would have been a almost a household discussion at some point. Um, how does that fit into the grand scheme of things? If everything stays the same as it is right now. Yes, I believe that eventually we will hit a plateau and I do not believe that we would have hit a plateau now. Um, as it stands right now, I don't know that we will, it will ever get as popular as it is right now. Um, like I said, I do believe that things are going to change very soon. Um, and I don't really want to dig into that much more than what we're saying right now. I'm, I'm really curious. I, I hate to say this, but I almost don't agree with the idea that Netflix is making anime mainstream. I think I think Netflix is helping soften the blow of the stigma around anime, but I don't think it's making it acceptable. I don't no. I really I think the only thing that makes anime acceptable is the audience growing naturally. That's and that's, and that's, that's what that's I, how we've gotten where we have gotten now is having Joe Schmo stumble upon a show, give it a shot and then he accepts it and then his kids watch it because dad watched some anime and now he's watching it. I think it is really just younger audience seeing it on Toonami or whatever, growing up and still, and and then having an open mind when they're older. Like that, I think that, that is the biggest mar- the biggest boom that we've had is growing up in it, and thus as an adult going, I watched it. I don't care. And, and that and that and that's what I was. That's what I'm implying by. Um, it is it is going to become more and more mainstream over time uh if if nothing was to change from what we are looking at right now yes it would be completely mainstream do do i believe netflix is yeah it's it's a minor uh addition to it it's not netflix that's making it a thing it's it was already well, it's, a it's thing it's like if yeah having having suddenly out of nowhere Devilman Crybaby pop up on the front page of Netflix when somebody turns it on that doesn't watch anime is not going to suddenly make them go, oh, let me give this a shot. They're still going to see that. And even if they do give that a shot, anime as a whole is difficult for mainstream to accept because it is so different. It is... And it it, even, it allows things that the Western audience does not want. And that that's what keeps it from becoming mainstream. Even no, with it, 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 you're never going to have Joe Schmo fire up Crunchyroll and watch Hidden Dungeon when they are not an anime fan. There's even, only a select few, maybe one, possibly two shows each season that a grander audience would even touch. Even with the um, the quote unquote turnover rate of the five year rule that that um, somebody magically made, that is not enough to turn the tide the tide is already going so effectively what even if you have watched anime and then fell away from it it doesn't matter you've already accepted anime so in the future um all the people who are listening now the, the the people who we've talked to from five years ago those people all those people 
have accepted anime. Anime is a thing. That's what that's what I, we were kind of implying earlier. Netflix didn't change anything. Netflix, at, at best, all it did was added a little bit of oil to the fire. It's it's not it it in the grand scheme of things, it's already a thing. The 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 wave is already crested. Now, that's outside of the world in general. That is just the culture that is is has shifted as it stands right now it's already in motion vtubers is a new thing yes it's it's actually more a consequence of the culture rather than um it it it's it's it, it's how do i put this it's a culture it's a cultural symptom rather than the culture itself vtubers is just a branch of the anime culture as a whole it's already on the way if they people are going to be um seeing it and like andrew was saying do i see it becoming a part of the weather channel not necessarily but they may at some point try to um as a new way of selling uh the weather they may try to do a vtuber but it won't be on mainstream channels who knows? Maybe it will at some point. And that's how much I do see things shifting in the future if everything stays as it is now. But I don't Sparky's believe everything. Sparky's the weather dog. Yeah, they I don't Sparky's see the weather dog on there. I don't see. Uh, I don't see things staying the same as they are now. So it doesn't. This is this is a theoretical future based on what's going on now. Yeah, and not and not to discredit Netflix in any way, shape, or form. I I think the the efforts that you know they put into going into Japan, making a Japanese branch, pulling together a bunch of you know different studios, and you know getting them giving them you know tons of money to create new content. I can't really you know Julian and all those people that were a part of that effort in Japan to make that happen is an, an amazing feat and it was a a great way to you know broaden the market if anything it, 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 their injection of money at least money itself was a positive thing for anime it 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 allowed a lot of creators to do what they wanted to do everything about that is fantastic it's not so it's not discount what Netflix has done at least Netflix Japan itself has done um, especially also bring it to a worldwide audience. It, in, a, in a when they first made those efforts, technically there was very few uh, licenses that were going worldwide. Most of the com- most companies were in you know the United States or North America, and they were only licensing it for there. And so nothing was really getting outside of Japan and Americas legally. You had to you had to still pirate in a lot of those locations. Whereas what Netflix was doing was saying, we want to make sure that when we make something and it's streaming, no matter where you're at, you can get it. And so I think there's a great I, I, I think if I gave them credit for anything, it's that. It's that pushing that agenda that this does not need to be limited to Japan and North America. This needs to be everywhere. And I think that's a huge win for for anime in general. But I think that it as a you know 
being normal or no longer being the weeb thing. It's being accepted across the world. I think that was already happening, and I think that's why Netflix jumped onto it. I think Netflix was jumping on the bandwagon of this is becoming mainstream. Let's be a part of it. They didn't necessarily create it. I think it's helping, but yeah. That's my my point. I agree completely. That's just like uh, even even uh, Amazon seen the seen the um, seen the wins. That's why they tried to do it. Yeah, yeah, they it, did. It, they it, were about the same time. Yeah, they were they they were all trying to do the same thing. Um, Sony, I think, did the biggest power move by trying to buy out by not by trying. They did actually buy out Crunchyroll. That was that was the biggest power move. Now, well, it was Funimation. <laughs> Technically, was a big power move. Okay. Um, either way, it'll be interesting to see how Sony decides to play against Netflix because obviously Amazon dropped out of the race. They had they had a good solid solid chance, but they they let it go. But but that's because they did they were being foolish in the way that they handled how to handle it and. That 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 was their stu- stupidity. Um, I so do now, I, I do kind of want to post. I do I kind of I've been wanting to do a kind of a post mortem on Amazon because I really do think it's an interesting perspective of what went wrong. And so I'm I'm probably going to save my what I'm going to say next <laughs> for if we do a podcast on that. So I have to make sure I put down notes somewhere. I would love to do a post mortem on Amazon because I think it is an interesting to 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 look at to see. You know, what went wrong? What did they do wrong? Because they, they did put some efforts into it. I mean, they made it an entire social media brand around it. It's just they they sucked. But we'll, we'll get into it if we make that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I believe the biggest that, problem is they sucked at it. <laughs> I think that they did uh, some very – they made some very foolish moves is, is, is really what it comes down to. We can – yeah, you, we can discuss exactly what those foolish moves were later – but really what it comes down to is they did that. And by doing that, they they bowed out very quickly. So now that leaves you with the two um the two sumos in the in the room. It's it'll be interesting to see if the what what's going on with that um with uh what we were talking about with the YouTube uh channel that's trying to do their own thing and the retro um I I I kind of hope that Retro Crush kind of pulls things together. Um it will be it would be nice to see somebody else kind of offsetting these two. Um Netflix I don't think is taking it serious yet. They are throwing money around. I don't deny that. Um but And they're consistent. Are they, yeah, but are they being serious about it? I don't know that they've seen enough return to take it serious. That'll that'll be when they start seeing the return, will they take it serious? Probably. Because there is a market here. It's just that they've got to change their moves. They're making some foolish moves as well. Um if they can find those and and suss those 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 out, they will be more than anybody, they will be the the juggernaut. If they get start taking it serious, honestly, do think that Netflix is seeing success? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I think they are seeing success because I mean, if anything, they're seeing success in Japan, and that's that's obviously going to be a huge part of their market. Even if 
if their goal, like I said earlier, is to make everything worldwide, they are they are still seeing a lot of their stuff successful there. And that's and I think that's mainly why we don't see a lot of the shows available worldwide. If they, if, I think that if I think that if they weren't seeing success, they would take people more seriously when they say we want these shows weekly. And and again, I'm I'm. I'm acknowledging that there's two different types of shows that hit Netflix. There's the ones that are still technically airing on television in Japan. Those ones are seeing weekly releases in Japan and some other countries. We've seen that with Violet Evergarden. And then there's other shows that are fully made and they're dropped worldwide full series, you know, like, you know, the Godzilla series, like uh, High Rise uh, Invasion. Those are actually fully produced and dropped not necessarily television aired. And so, I, like I said, I think that the, the reason why you can see that they're seeing success is because they still have a lot of those television broadcast stuff they're doing weekly in Japan. And there is a fandom in Japan that is supporting those. But going beyond that, I, I, I think there is success in the idea of, like, technically for quite a few years. I mean, you've seen it. What are the, What is all the mainstreams covering? What were the anime awards judges pushing Netflix shows because they were easy to get a hold of. They were, they were acceptable. <laughs> they were, they were the, the normie non anime fan were okay with the content within them. And so they became super successful. Devilman Crybaby, all those kind of stuff were, were taking the spotlight in mainstream. None of the, none of the shows on Crunchyroll were taking those spotlights. Because they were too anime, they were too in. The, they were on the Crunchyroll app, which is too weeb for them. So it is. It is a struggle in the idea that technically they were seeing success. Now the question is: Is do the non-mainstream caught anime shows like, say, Psyche K, were those seeing success in the West, or were they only seeing success in Japan? That's where I think is a huge difference. There, Devilman Crybaby, huge success everywhere. Yeah, it's to like this K? day, Not I would really. love. I, to this day, I would love to be um, behind the wall and be able to see some of the the uh, analytics between Crunchyroll, Funimation, and and Netflix and Amazon. To see some of those analytics would be absolutely fantastic. That is got to be some of the most interesting information that you could ever see. To be able to I will, actually, I was, I was going to say, I'm sorry. I will say, I we were talking about this before, you know, everything went down late last year, my move and everything. We were talking about bringing somebody on here that has insights into Japan Netflix, and I'm wondering if I'm, I might ask him again to see if possibly because I, I know that a lot of this. Get, I, I haven't been able to get him to talk to me uh, since the last time we discussed anything. Yeah, it's been difficult he's, to get a hold of him. I think he's yeah. like really tied up with some new projects. But it, my, my my concern really is, and what will probably keep it from happening is, I think what I when I when we get him on, I want him to be able to get on when because a lot of these companies have disclosure agreements, non disclosure agreements, and I kind of want to get I want to kind of wait until he's allowed to talk about a lot of that stuff. I mean, I would, he's a, he's a brilliant guy and I'd love to talk to him just in general. I mean, we had so, we had so many talks with him where we just talked for hours. He's that kind of person. He just, you want to pick his brain. (laughs) Yeah. But there's stuff that I want to talk on the podcast about 
specifically Netflix and what they did over there. And I kind of don't want it to be the allowed stuff to talk about. I want it to be the stuff that not that I want him to come on here and trash, you know, and get in and, and talk about all the secrets and everything. But I just want to get that that cool insight into what happened and how it happened. And did they see that? I think if anybody, he could tell us. And I'd want it to be something that would be talkable on the podcast of that success. I think he would have that insight for sure. So, sorry, teasing something that we possibly might not be able to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see, though. Well, like I said, I, I and, and sometimes those disclosure, uh, this non-disclosures can take several years. And that's that's the only upset is that it might not happen just because I've, I've heard of non-disclosures happening for 10 years. So it really depends on, and if he knows is is, is going. I'm, I'm sure he probably knows what that would be. So sorry, tangent, but that would be that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> sorry, I just interrupted you. Do did I break your train of thought? Do you remember what you were talking about? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Um. Like I said, I kind of was thinking that we were going to get a whole bunch of questions done because I, we didn't have many news bits. But uh, I, I guess derailing the conversation. We, <laughs> no, but I, again, that's I think that's what people would rather have is us just talking about random stuff in anime and Atelier series. <laughs> but yes, um, as always, uh, thank you to all of our listeners for supporting us thank you to for the great questions that you guys submitted so far again i i we're a little short on the the questions from the forums but we are technically still getting a lot through our email which is very much appreciated and uh hopefully we can get around to knocking out the rest of these questions here soon so what do you think about an anime strike post-mortem next week i wonder if i can put that together i'm like so into talking about that now i think that'd be a lot of fun to talk about yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll see. Unless something else comes up, or unless I notice that there's a lot of shows ending this week, and that we need to get started, otherwise I'll get backed up. We'll we'll see. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this discussional podcast episode. We talked about the news that seemed important to us. It should be important to you because it's important to us. It's important to you and all the great questions from our community members. And as always, if you want to support us, definitely let other people know about us. Um, that's the best way you can support us. Just word of mouth is is significant, more significant than you probably imagine. Uh, supporting our YouTube channel, like I said, if you can, take a moment to go check out my review that I did for All My Goddess. Um, I think it was really fun and funny. It is, it's an etchy show, so keep that in mind. There's going to be some etchy stuff on your screen, so don't do it at work. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, as always, we thank all of our Patreon supporters. Um, so it means so much to us that you guys would support us financially, and uh, so we definitely appreciate those that do that. And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter, podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah. All We're of on Spotify stuff. now. That's literally what that guy said in his post was talking oh, yeah, about that's the Spotify right. app. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I seen Snapchat. Yeah, they, that's that's go back to Snapchat at. He came from Snapchat. That's how ah. phones work, Chris. Okay. That's, that's a back button. Cool. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Have you never gone to like a link in Twitter and then when you go to the link it has a little Twitter button at the top to go back? I'm, I'm sorry I'm to. making fun of you. I'll stop. I'm, I'm making fun of you. I'm, so, I'm sorry. 
I try not uh, to. I, I randomly got a thing that asked me if I wanted to allow somebody from uh, Shanghai to have access to my phone. So I try really hard not you to. You didn't do that? Yeah, I'm pretty Why sure wouldn't... I'm not in Shanghai, China. I'm going to let y'all know. What? I'm, I'm probably would... not there. You're not using a VPN through uh, Shanghai? Might be. That's probably what happens. You're probably using a VPN going through Shanghai, and that's it's thinking that it's there. Which you can get a, a VPN through ExpressVPN. This is an at note. <laughs> <laughs> I do not endorse VPNs at all. It, it's it. Not that I'm saying they're bad. I'm just saying I'm not endorsing them. I, there's things about it I don't trust, but yeah. There you go. Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I am I am on the uh, I don't trust nobody side, so I would love a VPN. However, then I would be giving my information to the VPN rather than hiding myself from everybody else. So either way, yeah, I I'm, in a, I'm I, in a catch-22. <laughs> I'm just – all I'm saying is that I don't think VPNs do as much as people claim they do, and – the ads for it just make it sound like it's doing more than it's actually doing. But that's I another agree. conversation. So there you go. Uh, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, just stay, stay tuned. Uh, especially, like I said, on the YouTube because I will be uh, to the brink of killing myself making a bunch of reviews and videos for everybody. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I like it. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So yeah, keep that in mind. I'm probably going to be pumping out a lot of video reviews and stuff. I'm perfectly fine. I'm healthy. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Uh, it seems like a lot, but I've figured out ways to do this that saves a lot of time. Um, I remember somebody was mentioning the idea of like, can you make the screenshots match what you're talking about? I'm like, yeah, but then I'm going to make him less videos. Can we do that? <laughs> I'm doing it the way I'm doing it because it's easy and it makes the video look good. So, And it flags to Sony Music Japan. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And y'all take care. Os. I'm not going